Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Galatians. Today is episode 351. We're looking at Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 15. Let's read our passage. For you were called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement, Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by another. Well, Paul has completed his argument for justification by faith. And now he's put practical application on that. Okay, yes, you are justified by faith. You're not justified by the law. And if you're looking to be justified by the law... Well, you've changed the gospel. You're following the wrong gospel. You have modified the gospel. What you've got is not the gospel because there is no salvation under the law. There's only salvation through forgiveness of sin, which comes through grace, through faith in Jesus Christ. And so he's put some application. Okay, you got that theology. Now, how do you live life? So we pick it up here in verse 13. He says, For you are called to be free, brothers and sisters. This is kind of an echo back to chapter 5, verse 1, where he said, For freedom Christ set us free. And he challenges them, So don't fall back into trying to be justified by the law, because you were called to be free. That's part of the calling of Christ, is the call to be free. Free in Christ. And you've been set free from law, free from this bondage to the law. So here he's now saying you were called to be free. Reiterating that, a call to freedom, this call, call by God. God's calling you to experience forgiveness, to experience new life, to experience eternal life, and to be free, to live free in Christ. However... He continues, only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. That is, you were called to be free, but not free to sin. You were called freedom in Christ. And too often there's a an idea there, okay, I accepted Christ as my Savior. Now I can do what I want to do. Well, there's a, there's a problem there that's... Uh, it's this temptation to throw off moral restraint to say, okay, I'm free. I'm free to do what I want to do. Well, he says you're free, not free to do what you want to do, but free from the bondage of trying to be good enough, of following the law. So warning, don't use that as an opportunity, a temptation to throw off any kind of moral restraint. And he goes on to say, but serve one another through love. Instead of being called a freedom to satisfy your own selfish desires, no, you were called freedom to serve one another through love. And, and this sounds like, well, that means I've got to perform now. I've got, well, no. The, the issue is salvation. How do we receive salvation? How do we receive justification, forgiveness of sin? Well, that's just it. it Salvation comes through forgiveness of sin. That's an act of grace. Uh, We confess our sin and ask for forgiveness and turn from sin. God forgives us. 
So there's not that behavior leads to salvation, because this is where following the law says if you measure up, then you are saved as a result of your performance. So your actions lead to salvation. Your behavior leads to salvation. Well, Parsha agree, no, no. Salvation is through faith, faith alone. You're justified by faith. But part of what comes with that salvation, that justification, that indwelling by the Holy Spirit, is this whole idea of new life, new person. And that should result in a change in behavior. So we should live differently. We should have different ideals, different standards, different motivations after we've been adopted by God and indwelt by the Holy Spirit. So it's not that behavior leads to salvation. It's salvation leads to behavior. We should do things differently. And what that looks like is serving one another through love. Now, verse 14, he says, For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. Wait, wait, wait. I thought Paul said we don't want the law no more. No, Paul said the law does not lead to salvation. But the law does reveal moral standards. And he says that they all summed up with this statement, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, when Jesus was asked what's the greatest commandment, he didn't say which of the Ten Commandments. He said all oh, the law summed up and love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your body, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, Paul didn't include the love of the Lord. I think he's assuming that. But he did include the love your neighbor. The whole law summed up with love your neighbor as yourself. The law does not save, but the law reveals moral standards. Now think about the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus, in the Sermon on the Mount, in the Gospel of Matthew, for uh, chapters 5, 6, and 7, several times he says, you have heard it said. For instance, you have heard it said, do not commit murder. Hey, that's part of the law. Do not commit murder. And everybody understood that? Yeah, yeah, that's part of the law. He says that, but I say to you, if you're angry with your brother, you're guilty of murder. And, and he does that several times with this idea. You've heard it said, that is, the law says, but I say to you, and he takes it to a matter of the heart, a matter of love, of loving your neighbor. He said, yeah, the, the law says don't kill people, but loving one another, if you're doing that, you know, people don't get killed. That's why you say the whole law summed up here, love your neighbor as yourself. You don't have to have rules if everybody is acting in love. Legalism, that's, that's what you fall into if you're trying to be justified by the law. Legalism is how close can I get to the edge before I've colored outside the lines. Where law is, is the exact opposite. It's not how far can I go before I color out. It's how close can I get to God? How much can I be a blessing to other people? But legalism says, what do I have to do? Where law says, what can I do to please God? And what can I do to benefit others? So it's a completely different idea, different motivation, different direction Legalism is how far can I get from God before I've gone too far? 
because there's a line that's drawn by the law. And as long as I stay on this side of the line, I'm okay. Where law says, how close can I get to God? And if I'm, but if that's my motivation. How close can I get to God? How can I be a blessing to others? Then I don't need to worry about laws. I don't need to worry about lines that I can't cross. It's how can I be a blessing? Now, sometimes we're not sure, and that's where the law does give us standards from God's perspective of, okay, these are things I like, these are things I don't like. And so he, he reveals things to us so we know how we can show love to God. And so the warning here is you're not going to be justified by the law, but if you are justified through faith and indwelt by the Holy Spirit, you will be following the moral code revealed in the law. In verse 15, he says, But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by one another. This is, goes along with loving one another. Probably you got fights, and, and unfortunately we see it even in churches. You have church fights, people bickering and bite, biting and fighting with one another. And the language here, bite, devour, consume, you know, that's kind of the language of describing animals fighting, biting each other, and devouring one another. Uh, one author reworded this verse, says, If you go on fighting each other tooth and nail, all you can expect is mutual destruction. And that's what Paul is saying here. This fighting, this acting like animals, attacking one another. It can't go, it can't work. All you're going to do is mutually destroy each other, and it all goes falling apart. And, and that is the antithesis of mutual love. He says, okay, you're called to be free, but that freedom is not a freedom to engage in sin. It's a freedom from legalism. It's a freedom from salvation based on uh, performance. And it's also freedom to love one another. You know, the law itself. If you're loving one another, then you, you are perfectly obeying the law. But if you keep fighting each other like this, it's just going to destroy everyone. That is the absolute opposite of the mutual love that Paul is calling them to. That's the same recipe for, for everyone. It's, okay, there's justification by faith, which is freedom. Freedom from legalism, freedom to actually then live in an open, honest relationship with God and others, with the then the twist put on it of, now I'm freed from the penalty of sin, I'm free to live as God would have me to live. And under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, my motivation now should be not, how can I now satisfy my every desire in this freedom, to how can I please God in this freedom? And how can I be a blessing to others? Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Galatians.